Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. It has turned winter in Missouri. We don't like it. We don't like it at all. But God gives it to us, and we need to give thanks because there is a purpose for the dormancy of the plants and the cold, and and uh, there is a purpose. And so uh, we do thank him because we thank him for the bounty that we receive in the uh, harvest time. Spring, summer, fall, and winter. Let's go to the Lord in prayer for such a time as this. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I do a lot of complaining about the weather, and I know that each season is a gift from you. Thank you, Father. Thank you that uh, we love the sunshine, not so much the cold, but thank you, Father, because I know it all serves a purpose, and we appreciate it. You are the God of every living thing, the creator of all life. Sometimes we don't know the purpose of certain lives that live here, and I'm not talking about people, I'm talking about insects. But, Father, each was created by you. Thank you for being that agape love, for teaching us how to love, for your sacrifice, because you loved. You loved us so much that you gave your only begotten Son. And all you ask is that we believe. Just believe. Father, I ask that you will clear our minds. Help us to think for ourselves. As we listen to all the pundits try to explain this and that, May we also have minds that can think and reason. And may we have hearts that are eager to go to action. Soften those hearts, Father, and restore your people. We have people saying things they shouldn't say. Sometimes I'm in on that. I admit, and I am sorry. Guide our minds and our hearts that we will always, always, always seek your will in our own lives, in our communities, and in this nation. I do again pray for President Donald J. Trump. Father, he has been treated so unjustly, and he still continues to be that way. And he, sometimes, Father, is not all that kind himself. But we do pray for him and pray for his protection. And, Father, we just ask... I know, Father, you're punishing this nation for its sins. Oh, we're just reaping the benefits of our sins, I do believe. But restore the hearts of the people and turn us back to you, that we may come home to you, Father. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. A-N-A-L-O-G-Y. 
analogy. Politics is about power. Analogize that. Politics is about money. Politics is no longer, it is not about we the people. Are there enough liberty-loving patriots to save this nation from politicians? That was just part of a part of a sentence that uh, Levin used last night as he was closing his opening thoughts. Are there enough patriots? As we listen to all the talking heads analyze the non-existent red wave, which truly we all hoped for but had little hope that even if it happened, there would be any change. Why do we think that? Listening to all the wise guys break it all down, categorize it, analyze it, it's pretty telling. Let me make a statement here. Stop and think for a moment. In the primaries, the people chose, the people chose who would run for certain positions in their states. But the ruling class elite, speaking of Republicans here, the Dems, they'll vote for a, a dead candidate. They don't care. But you see, the elites in the Republican Party the, hate the MAGA movement. Why would they hate Make America Great Again? Just like they hated the Tea Party movement. Mitch McConnell is responsible for the losses of several of those candidates that you chose in the primaries. Now, sometimes when they run the first time, they don't make it anyway. But he put money against them. Liz Cheney put money against the Republican candidates. They hated the Tea Party. There was a movement within the Republican Party after the Tea Party people. Arizona was one of the big ones. And that was Senator. I lost his name. <laughs> Senator. Uh, Mark Kelly? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, stop. Okay. You're thinking current. I'm thinking past. Oh. And I will get his name here in a second. I should have written it down. But he went after. He declared a war on the Tea Party. Now, he's no longer here. He passed away. But. That hate for that movement, that movement for patriots and liberty, is still within the Republican Party. You know, we're not talking about any election fraud right now and all the energies that are taking place. But we're talking about embracing it and the right joining the left and promoting the mail-in ballots. John McCain. That's who I was trying to think of. Fraud is the way to go today. What happened to election integrity? <laughs> it's gone. How many times in the last few days? Now, I don't listen to a lot of news on the weekends. But in the last few days that I have heard anything, they are talking about well, the Republicans are missing the boat. The Democrats are winning because they have this mail-in ballot thing going. And we need to accept it and realize it's not going to go away. And we need to capitalize on it. I'm not even sure. 
that our precious constitutional republic even has a faint heartbeat right now. Except for you. Out there in listening land. You still love liberty, don't you? Or are we so busy with our daily routines and jobs? And I don't mean that I don't mean that flippantly. I mean busy as in trying to survive. That we won't agree on these things, but surely we can agree. Surely we can agree not on everything. But joining and encouraging a mail-in ballot is not an election integrity. If you can't beat them, join them. Is that the attitude now? I know that they are much smarter than I am. So no longer will we talk about that there was a large amount of cheating and fraud in the 2020 election. We're not going to even talk about that anymore. It's in the past. We will not talk or even look at the Dominion machines and how mysteriously appearing ballots on pallets and stuffed in suitcases started to appear. We all saw it. But we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to analyze that. We're going to move past that. and We're going to do our own share of mail-in ballots. Election integrity. Or just more tyranny. That's what I see. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat 
about dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe, and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I don't like the analogies, but I guess we have to sit and listen to them. But I don't like them one bit. So no longer are we talking about this fraud. No longer. No matter. Let's all move on. It doesn't matter that this virus was perpetrated upon us by the Wuhan lab in China, and it doesn't matter that Fauci had a lot to do with it, and Burks knew about it, and I'm going to tell you something right here. I don't have this written down, but it's in my head, and I think I've probably told it to you before, but there's something inside me, something way back there that tells me the Democrats knew about it prior to it happening. And maybe some of the Republicans. Now you stop and you think about that. Even if it's in a minute possibility. It was that year when Nancy Pelosi ripped the State of the Union address in half. Just made a big show of her contempt for the President of the United States. That's not democracy, my friends. That's not liberty. That's tyranny. Against one man, you cannot like his personality. I'm not fond of his personality either, but he loves this country, and he was doing what was right for this country, and they were framing him and fighting him, both Republicans and Democrats, every step of the way. And now they're blaming this lack of a red wave on Donald Trump. And I'm not happy with him either, but not because of that. So, what if they not only knew, they sent you out into it? Remember? 
Do you remember Nancy Pelosi saying, no, this isn't anything. This is nothing. You go out and you have your parties in Chinatown. You go out and you do whatever you want. You celebrate that Chinese New Year. You get out there and you party. And next thing you know, they're forcing you to wear masks. They're locking you in your homes. And they want to force you to take a jab that's not been tested. Now, you stop and you think about it. And they don't want to blame China. If we investigate, who all will we find out was responsible? So that they could take a candidate that was very worthless, very meaningless, put him in a basement and elect him. Why do you think none of the Democrats want to debate a Republican? You stop and you think about it. They'll elect anybody. Because those people are not the ones in charge. Now you stop and you think about that. Why did Mitch McConnell fight against the the people's choice from the primaries? They were the people's choice. But you see, he's not about the people. It doesn't matter. We're going to move on. That's what they're telling you in all the talking heads and their analyses. Donald J. Trump, he's brash and he's arrogant. That I will not deny. But he put his all on the line for this country, which is more than I can say for any one other candidate, politician, talking head that I know. And most of them are millionaires now. Maybe not as big a millionaires as some of them, Nancy Pelosi's worth um, $120 million. Sean Hannity's worth $250 million. Talking heads and politicians, they're getting rich off of democracy. None of them missed a paycheck during your lockdown. Laura Ingram's worth forty million. Mark Levin's worth fifty million. Tucker Carlson's worth thirty million. Dick Morris is only worth four million. I didn't look up all the Newsmax folks because they haven't worked up to it just yet. They're getting there. And most of the mainstream media talking heads are of great value. Most of them are, but not so of you and me, us average Americans, who are out there fighting. How dare Levin ask if there are enough patriots who love liberty? We're the ones fighting for liberty, not them. Whoopi Goldberg is worth $60 million. Joy Bahar, $30 million. Joy Reid, I don't know what happened to her. They only had $3 million on her, and I could have maybe looked a little farther and found more. Chuck Schumer's worth $70 million. Mitch McConnell is worth $150 million. Kevin McCarthy's worth $95 million, if I got that one right. Ted Cruz, only $4 million. I don't know what he's been up to. Jerry Nadler's worth 5 Rand Paul, worth 3 My point isn't that of jealousy, but the fact that these folks making decisions that render the average American far from having the pursuit of happiness. Most of Congress are lawyers. 
Yet they are content at allowing the breaking of the laws in America, the locking of the locking up of innocent people in America, the framing of a president of the United States of America, the killing of American soldiers. But they will analyze why they didn't all win in an election. And they'll investigate spending your money, not their money, your money. But mostly they'll just castigate American liberty for the benefit of their own wealth and their own power and their own jobs and their own families. The choice of the people in the primaries didn't matter to Mitch McConnell. He saw them as Trump's choice. So tell me, Mitchie, how do you justify that? We are no longer free in America. But I have to conclude that perhaps that's our fault. However, we have been sized, we have been seized, as if trained to believe these people know all as they analyze. And we should listen to them. Analogy. It's time we help the politicians and the talking heads to analyze the American people. Liberty, not democracy, is at stake. And liberty is always in the hands of the people, but it must be preserved by the people. The politicians are not preserving your liberty. They're not protecting your purse. They are spending like crazy people. We the people, we're not tied to a party. I don't care if you're a registered Democrat or you're a registered Republican. You are not tied to that party. They said in all these analogies. Well, we're not sure about the independence where that vote went. We're having trouble tracking that. Though for Pete's sakes. We're not tied to a party. Liberty should be our goal. Always liberty. And may I say again that it's time, America, that we did some praying. And uh, rely on God and his word. Repent and bring America home. Don't rely on politicians. They will let you down every single time. I learned the hard way. You cannot put people on a pedestal. They will cut you down. They will cut you down. Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people. He doesn't say if my politicians. He doesn't say if my kings. He doesn't say if my representatives, if my governments. He says, if my people, which are called by my name, if you claim to be a Christian, he's calling you, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, and then will I forgive their sin, and only then will I heal their land. Analyze that one, Levin. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
And we have returned. You know, you never know what, what I'm going to say, where I'm going to go. But when I'm when I'm listening to these other talking heads, I, I listened partially to Trey Gowdy. I've about had it with him. But I, but I feel like I need to listen to what they're saying. And, and Steve Hilton and Mark Levin. On Sunday nights, that's where I begin. The others are still airing lo- old shows. At least last time I checked, they were. I think Gorka is, is live. I'm not sure. But all of them right now, it'll be interesting to see what Hannity does tonight. They're all kind of turning on Trump. They never liked him, really, in the first place. But as they're sitting there analyzing what happened when the red wave didn't happen, now, Levin kind of did a little math last night, and if we'd all done that math, we'd have seen that it wasn't going to be a big wave anyway. However, there was a lot more one than what is being told. Because, you see, they only see the D.C. politicians. Oh, now, they've noticed DeSantis, and I like DeSantis. Do not get me wrong. And I don't believe Trump should be saying what he's saying. And I'm going to, I just wrote this down during the break. Turning on Trump. After all he did. Now, we knew he was arrogant. We knew that in the get-go. We knew he fights. And he fights hard. But let's, America, as we rally, if you go to his rallies, let's encourage him to now calmly begin a collusion of his own with like-minded patriots such as DeSantis, such as Christy Nome, such as Kerry uh, Lake, such as some of the others. Let's, let's start, now that we've kind of sorted them out, there's others I'm not mentioning. Others I don't even know their names. I, can't even, I don't even know them to forget them. But let's start putting them together. Jim Jordan, maybe. And building this, let's, let's give it a different name. If that, if Make America Great again upsets them all so much, let's give it a different name. I don't know what the name could be, but they didn't like the Patriots. They didn't like that. What about, they didn't like Tea Party. What could we call ourselves? How about Americans? Maybe we should all get our three-cornered hats. You know, I bought a hat to turn it into a three-cornered hat, and I still haven't done it. I'm going to have to take it up here to the shoe shop and have them do that for me. (laughs) Can you put on your Patriot boots? Thanksgiving's coming up. Pretty excited about that. I'm going to have a house full. I might get emotional here. My kids are all coming home. All of them. Grandkids and everything. 
I'm in a panic about getting bedrooms ready. I'm in a panic about the food, and they'll help with the food. But still, I'm the mom. I want to make sure it's perfect for them. I'll see great-grandchildren I haven't seen yet, other than pictures. They're coming home. You know, our Lord is waiting for America to come home. The politicians, per se, are not going to lead America home to the Lord. Now I got myself all blurry-eyed. So Victor Davis Hanson's a man I've always respected, and I still do. But he's written a piece here, very, very lengthy piece. Will Trump rest on his considerable laurels and ride out gracefully to Mar-a-Lago, or will he choose the tragic hero path? And he quotes a phrase out of uh, a book by um, uh, Horowitz. No, Dershowitz, excuse me. Alan Dershowitz, the case for Trump. Of course, he defended Trump on a constitutional level. But he made a comment here just a few weeks ago that he hopes Trump's ru- Trump runs again and he will vote against him the third time. This is coming out of the same mouth that is sitting there telling you that the Democrat Party, which he is a part of, is unconstitutional, but he's going to vote against a man who was constitutional just because he don't like him. What is it you don't like, Alan? Of course, Alan early on said he thought that the government could force you to have shots. So he's on all these conservative talk show hosts. Talk show, excuse me. But he's no conservative. And I dare say he's not a true constitutionalist. Oh, Beth, now he's got a degree. I know he does. I know he does. But where does he think he gets off forcing a shot on me that's not been proven to work? He doesn't. You know, they couldn't force the man off of the volcano either. What was his name? His name was uh, Truman something. Harry, Harry Truman. I think his name was Harry Truman. I think it was. You don't remember when it when it blew? Mount St. Helens blew? He's buried up there. Have I got the wrong volcano? Rudy's looking at me cross-eyed. Yeah, he wouldn't get off. They couldn't force him away. He wouldn't get off. He's part of it now. You know, you make your own decisions, and then you have to suffer. But I'm not going to suffer because of a decision somebody else has made for me. You know know what I'm saying there. Well, getting back to uh, Victor Davis Hanson. He says, after the midterms, the Republican Party and half of the conservative movement are now furious with Donald Trump. Their wits are many. Uh, Even though the uh, party establishment shares much of the blame. Most importantly still, American elections have radically shifted in mail-in early absentee voting, rendering Election Day a minor event. 
The predictable result is that any close race undecided on Election Day is subsequent days usually is won by the Democrats. I think you need to stop and really analyze that. Is it that everyone who votes early are Democrats, or is it because they can fraudulently make them Democrat? Stop and think about that. Because I'm against it. I believe that our elections are so vital, so precious to liberty, that they should be kept simple. Vote day. I don't, I know there's sometimes you can vote early because you're going to be out of town or you're not well. And maybe you can mail in a vote. But all those mail in votes have to be counted the day of election. Not two days later, not three days later, not weeks later. Everything must be counted on that day. And the majority of the people need to go to the poll. It's very simple. Oh, you're just being stubborn. Maybe so. But uh, I don't believe in kicking out integrity just because you got your butts whooped. Stand up and fight honestly. How are we going to bring America home if we just join them in their fraud? It's not about the people, is it? You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code BETHANN or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code BETHANN. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Styers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. 800-761-3146. That's 800-761-3146. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, I know I've got a son and I've got a girlfriend. We're all a little upset with Trump for attacking DeSantis. I don't think he should do that. And maybe we should all write him a little note. But you understand this? Now, let me go into more here. And uh, I read it. And I, you know, I'm really bad. Derry Brownfield used to tell me, don't underline everything in red. Just one thing you want to remember. But I want to remember all of it. So I never have quite mastered that. But I'm just going to say this. I think Ron DeSantis is a good man. I think he has done an astronomical, wonderful, constitutional job in Florida. Florida are living as free as they possibly can underneath the national rule here that keeps us taxed and all that good stuff. But one thing I don't like about Ron DeSantis is his support of the Convention of States. It's very dangerous. So lest you believe that he's this perfect little saint over here that has done everything wrong and does nothing everything right and does nothing wrong, you need to consider that he is still that he supports the Convention of States and, and maybe just a nice letter to him to let him know or send him <laughs> A few copies of the gentleman who I was, um, I can't remember his name right now either, uh, that writes about that out of, in the New American. They need to understand. Because on the surface, all of us can think, oh, yeah, that's a great, that's the only way to go. That's a great way to go. Levin wrote that book. It's not a great way to go. It's 
a very dangerous Pandora box to open up. He goes in here and he starts talking about Trump's and Trump's uh, uh, candidates. And one is is Oz. And he said, I did not hear Trump say all this. Apparently, Melania was one who told him Oz would make a good senator. (laughs) And uh, I don't dislike Dr. Oz. But you know what? I have seen him. He's done great things. He has a great show. He's very he was a great surgeon. I don't think he does surgery anymore, but he he did great and wonderful things. <laughs> but then as he got popular, as he got famous, as his name meant something, I don't know how many diet pills and diet things he endorsed. And that kind of took it down just a little bit for me. I don't know if he'd have been good or not good. But I know what they elected is horrible. They're even talking now about making him a presidential candidate. Oh, why not? Just why not? So they talk about that. And they talk about how he attacked uh, O'Day in Colorado. Well, sometimes Trump does need to tone it down a little bit. But you know what? And I'm not defending him. Please don't take this as a defense. He does know more about some things than we do. So he also goes on in this, and he talks about all that Trump endured through his presidency and all the things that he did in a positive way. I don't think we have to uh, convince you in any way that Trump was mistreated as a president of the United States. Not only that, they kicked his family around, and they're still doing it. This is the same man all of them took money from, both parties I'm talking, before he ran for president. He gave to the Democrats. He gave to the Republicans. He's a billionaire. He gives money. It's tax deductible, right? Because Congress made it so. So he goes on and he lists the things that Trump did that we should consider. One is partisan. Trump utterly, utterly destroyed the 30-year Clinton grifting and quid pro pro machine in general. I don't know that he destroyed it, but he did expose it. And as soon as she lost the election, they had to close the foundation. Why don't people think about that? Why don't they realize what that was being used for? Why don't you understand? She's the one who sold Russia our uranium, the United States uranium. She was doing quid pro pro. Biden's doing quid pro pro. I'm not sure Mitch McConnell and his wife weren't doing a lot of that. These politicians are not working for us, but they're supposed to be. But they got the big head somehow. Trump has a big head, but it's a totally different big head. And he's got a big mouth. And he's very competitive. And he needs to knock it off. If he really wants to make America great again, Donald Trump needs to start putting his own collusion together for the Constitution, for liberty, 
I don't dislike the man. I wouldn't want him as my best friend, but I want Melania as my best friend. Wouldn't it be fun to go shopping with her? Oh, my gosh. Number two, Donald Trump recalibrated the Republican Party to become more populist and nationalist. Previously, it was just shrinking into nothing. Yep, Trumpism did not renounce prior republicanism. No, we still have Mitch McConnell's. We still have those people that were influenced by Senator John McCain. We have Romney. You know, they were good friends. You know that, right? We still have. You've got to understand this. Lindsey Graham is not a true Trump conservative. He's not a true constitutionalist. And it just sickened me that he was tied to Herschel Walker at the hip. But Mitch McConnell would not support Herschel Walker. So number three, Trump's actual four years of governance were characterized before the event of the pandemic by robust growth, low inflation, energy independence, low unemployment, a rebuilding of the United States military, eventual curbing of illegal immigration, the Abraham Accords, the forcing NATO to spend far more than on defense, in other words, pay their fair share. Trump saved the Supreme Court and lowered federal courts for generations. This is his accomplishments. That's what you need to concentrate on, my friends. Don't we want that again? Number four. In his furious counterassault against a vicious administrative state, bankrupt media, and crazed elite by coastal class, Trump survived and ended up exposing and discrediting every single one of them. We forget that. And they talk like it didn't happen. Oh, this this is a nine-page article by Victor Davis Hanson. And it made me fall back. This election and where we are without our liberty, without our freedoms in America, and how we the people let them fool us over and over again with this two-party competition for power, not for liberty. It brought me to Paul Harvey's Freedom to Chains. Look it up, my friends. But first of all, we must get on our knees and pray to bring America home.